0: Hello to all flamenco aficionados around the world. Thank you so much for joining us for another podcast uh, on Flamenco Attitude. Obviously, this is the weekly podcast that brings you all things flamenco. And um, in previous episodes, for anyone who's new, we have explored pretty much everything that we could think of connected to flamenco. Um, One of our very first episodes was on flamenco fashion and flamenco things. We've done flamenco fusion as well. Uh, Recently we talked about a new book coming out on Camarón de la Isla, which is... I haven't got it Which Marco still is moaning that he hasn't got it, but it's a graphic novel. So interesting to see how the art evolves into the new versions out there, Uh, so that's very interesting as well. You can listen back to everything that we have recorded so far if you go back on Spotify or we're actually at this point we're pretty much on every single streaming platform. So, uh, I mean, the only thing, Marcos, we haven't done is live YouTube.
1: I think we may do it closer to when we do the festival.
0: That's what you want to do? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so stay tuned for that. Let's see if we can pull it off. Um, before we dive into today's episode, I would like to say hello, welcome, and thank you, as always, to our um, building audience in Guatemala and Serbia. Thank you so much for being there and for giving us the time. Sometimes we're not, I mean, this is more on me because I deal with the uploading of the podcasts. We're not always on time, as we promised, but it's a busy time for us trying to pull out different things. So thank you for bearing with us and... And sticking with us for when we actually upload. Um, Really trying, Mark. uh, Marcus, I'm really trying. I'm really trying to be more punctual. But as you say, we've we've got a lot on.
1: Yeah, I mean, the main thing is to bring fresh ideas every week. Exactly,
0: and this is what we're doing. Actually, we decided that our eighth series of the podcast will be dedicated to. The Pueblos. The Pueblos, because they're the heart, the heart of everything that is happening. Yeah,
1: And we're going to take people on a journey.
0: We're taking you on a complete journey. Uh, There's going to be a lot of music involved, as always. There's going to be a lot of stories. Um, So Adventures in Pueblos starts now, up until the fifth episode of the eighth season. Uh, And today, we're going to talk about uh, different people that Marcos has met. while journeying around from uh, Jimena de la Frontera to San Pablo, where he actually had a very interesting concert, so stay tuned about (laughs) that. Um, Only last summer. Only last summer. We're going Mm. to talk about the calendars that um, his wife makes every single year with a lot of pictures from different pueblos that he has visited, so different photos coming up as well on social media. And Marcos has actually been on one of their radio stations. So interesting. But yeah, don't give away anything <laughs> no. just yet. Without <laughs> any further ado, because he's itching to go, this is our first episode in the series of Adventures in Pueblos.
1: You probably want to know why I went to Jimena.
0: I know you why you go to places, because you you have set a task for yourself yeah. to go to a different place every single time.
1: Yeah. So I
0: And why did you choose Jimena?
1: Well, uh strangely enough, um it it was through seeing a property advertised to stay in from the BBC uh, which was advertised I think in in the Lady magazine so I just I just went there. Uh it looked good. It's in the province of Cardiff, okay. But the most extraordinary story occurred because I'd recently yeah. bought, and this will be one that you'll want to play on on your spotify thing uh, uh the new record of El Pelli mm-hmm. with Vicente Amigo, mm-hmm. so I got that on me. you see, so I arrive in Jimena in the main square, and in the main bar they're playing uh pop music and stuff you see you disagree and I disagree and I, I I said to the owner why are we having to listen to this?" So he said, Well, have you got an alternative then? And I said, Yes. And in my bag was the new CD of El Pele. Okay, we'll put it on. So they put it on. This then attracts in a man that I became a very close friend of, Juan Reboyedo, who was the president of the Flamenco Peña. and. He comes in because this is playing, and says, "Well, you know, where where has this come from?" And he says, "Well, it's this man over here. <laughs> <laughs> he demanded <laughs> flamenco music on because he says it's not." Is
0: he sin or con
1: flamenco? Con. We're going to talk about rabiel It's it's with flamenco, yeah. We, we'll talk about some of the main singers. So, it, really, they should have been playing flamenco, but you know what it's like. Uh, people just put on other stuff, and so Huang was like, "Wow, this is like amazing! You, you've managed to change the culture of this huge bar <laughs> just by your the way you are." So he, you
0: you had it on a CD? I had okay. it on
1: a the CD then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I do a lot of vinyl, but in that moment, I had it on the CD, and I just said, "Can't can't we have this on?" Yeah. And it's a wonderful record that El Peli made with, with Vicente Amigo. Um, and I'm sure we can find that easily.
0: So, what is that El Pele?
1: El Pele, we we'd we'll be senti amigo, and it'll be, it'll be, it's a lovely. I mean, it's one of the great. Well, in my opinion, the greatest ever records ever right. made, and I've got it in numerous different ways in the vinyl, in the compact, on cassette, or, on cassette. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you moved to play flamenco in the main square.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I became very well known in Ximena and uh, there's a thing about me on on the internet where you you can see that I came to play in the main square and a man wrote an article that he was very annoyed at the lack of respect I got because some people, uh, English people said, no, can't you play blues and pop? And this is while I'm trying to play a very serious flamenco style. <laughs> but how
0: did they know? I mean, did they know that you're from here?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. And
0: yeah. that's why they went and asked you. Why yeah, can't yeah, you yeah. play? Yeah.
1: And 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 so the incredible thing is, a, a, a man who lives in the village wrote an article that how disgraceful, you know, was this when somebody's trying to do pure flamenco in the main square, and then they want him to play. I don't know. If he <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but how did it happen? So you just rocked up on the square yeah. and started playing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Was it summer? You attracted people. Oh, it's in the summer. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And what was what was the reaction like?
1: Oh, there. I mean, the people love it. You know, and um, you can see from the photographs that um, the people, you know, real flamenco as we used to call it, um, is very respected. Normally, you know. Um, Particularly, as you say, is it a Pueblo with flamenco or without flamenco? Jimena is very with flamenco. So, yes, they do respect it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what is the square at Jimena Like, describe it to me. What do we have? Well, it's very high up.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're going to talk about the station in, in a moment, but which is down, and obviously railways run on the ground, not in the mountains here. Yeah, so it's a big walk up. It would take you... Uh, ooh, maybe half an hour to an hour to get up to to the village from the railway station yeah uh, in the summer when it's very hot and so you come up and then you've got this incredible view from the main square of the the, of the valleys and, and, and the countryside and remember it's a land of honey and mushrooms
0: that's what you have in the summer there.
1: Mushroom. Well, the mushrooms in more towards the, the autumn time, but honey is a very important... So pe-
0: people keep these there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the mushrooms... M- my wife tried the mushrooms, she's mad on mushrooms, mm-hmm. and she tried the mushrooms in Ximena, and she said, I never had mushrooms of this quality. Oh, my goodness. Is yeah. it the
0: big ones that you like? Because uh, buy- yeah. Marcos buys, he goes to the shop, the most humongous <laughs> one he <laughs> finds. They say, <laughs> like, he I buys. like
1: they say humongous, because it's like ongus, yes, which is the mushroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what did you play on this hot summer day? Well,
1: I obviously started, I always usually start with soliar, you know. Solia, uh, and then maybe into a little bit of tangos and then we go through maybe a little bit of Granaina and then end with Bularia always.
0: Who are Pepe and Victoria who you've met?
1: Oh, I mean they've they, they run, when I first went there and I know you're going to post up a picture of this they, they ran a very small bar and then much later uh, they moved and, and they now have the main restaurant on the square. But originally, they just had a very small place, uh, La Tasca, mm. which, uh, you know, you can see a picture of me. There, you know? <laughs> so this
0: picture, you explained to me that he is looking at you yeah. from his window while cooking. <laughs> yeah, he's taking a break.
1: Yeah, well, apparently, Freddie's told me that in his new restaurant, where she got this photo from, he keeps this in the restaurant, oh. and whenever he's feeling a little bit sad, when he looks at it and thinks, "Ah, these, are, these yeah. th- those were good days."
0: Good. Well, how did you get to know them?
1: Well, through through Huang Rebollado, because Mister Rebollado said, "I think tonight we need to take um refresco, just a little refreshment." Mm-hmm. You see, and um fr- refresco what normally means. What the English people would say is a soft drink, you see? Okay, okay. So we go to one place and he has a sherry. We go to the next place. Yeah. Another sherry. Yeah. And we go on a circle around all the bars in Ximena. And that's how I met these people.
0: Yeah. And Ximena, is it, is it a big or a small village?
1: It's quite large, actually. It's, it's quite, quite a big, large village. yeah. yeah. And you, a, and you were population. walking
0: around and obviously yeah, meeting yeah, new yeah, people.
1: Yeah, and if you go right to the very top, it, that's quite a long way to the very top of, of the village. It's it's very high. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And um, Victoria and Pepe had this little restaurant. Well, they've got the best restaurant the because best it, restaurant. it's on and it's still there, isn't? Yes,
1: it? it's on the square, the main square, overlooking the whole. So it's it's the number one restaurant.
0: That must have been the shock of their life to meet you. As it is for everyone who meets you,
1: well, because <laughs> uh, you
0: arrive with your guitar and you just start,
1: yeah, and you know as as we said that we we in the previous uh podcast we we went there with with a, a lady a young who was a young woman in London playing castanets for all the greats, Antonio and all of this and yeah. and we did a we did a performance in the restaurant, <laughs> you yeah? know and she still got, as I said to you the the very castanets that she had when she was 16 or whatever, they're still going. She showed me, but I've had to have a bit of repair done on the side. On the side.
0: (laughs) And what did you play for them that day?
1: Well, we played, um, no, we had to play uh, serviana and stuff like that because that's what people expect with castanets. The castanets don't go well with the other forms, you know, They, they go well with the serviana.
0: So your next step of your plan, because you always go with the plan, to meet everybody, you met one of the best singers of the area. Yeah,
1: Grabiel, who who we've reunited uh, only recently in the past few years, because obviously I I used to uh, play with him um, when the new Peña opened up and everything. He is the number one singer of of the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a fantastic singer, and there's even a wonderful BBC documentary, where he features very highly in it, uh, which I think is about the the life of, of uh, Garcia Lorca. Yeah. And he, he's in that, and he's a great, great, great singer. Yeah. Uh, and it's my ambition uh, to come to bring him to our festival in, in Oxford.
0: <sighs> this festival is getting really ambitious, Marcus.
1: <laughs> I think we can pull it off.
0: We can pull it off. We're going to be live streaming. We're going to be bringing singers. Everything is going to happen. I mean, it is, it is a big undertaking that you've done. But when you met him, ha, ha, what happened? Did you meet him when he was having a little bit of a gig on? Or what was the... Well, it was
1: the usual thing that you, you come up the side road going up. And That's not go, usual, but anyway. You ah, you're a flamenco. Right. No, no, no. I didn't. Yeah, no, come on, you can play the guitar. <laughs> that, that's how you always meet these people because they spot you a mile off. They just know that you are a flamenco person. Yeah. Yeah?
0: And then you went on to and then play together. They like, said,
1: come on, let's have a let's have a thing. And then we played in the evening and, and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah. people don't, really, we don't necessarily always do the flamenco for the money.
0: You never do it for the money no, yourself. No, we,
1: we we do it for what for the art, and people respect that. Is it enough? Well, you know, we would like a little.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and he's off there. He's always lived in Himena. Yeah. that is his place. Yeah,
1: yeah. So they used to have uh, a very big festival in the in the railway station. Yeah, and he would be the main artist. As far as I know, that doesn't happen anymore, which is a shame. So what they do is, I mean, you'd love these railway stations, which, of course, links us to where we are in in Oxfordshire, that a man called Lord Farringdon built this railway line incredibly all the way down to Gibraltar. You know, it's a a feat of engineering. It's unbelievable. If you ever want to go on, on a trip, a holiday go on this railway line because you'll never see stations like it They're, every station is beautiful yeah, yeah. so um, in in Ximena they used to use the station for the festival so they block off the whole area outside the station so people couldn't get into the festival for, you know like the problems we've had with people well, people always tried to sneak into festivals yeah. with the, you know so block it all off and put a build a stage, and uh, Gabriel would be one of the, the number one artists at that festival. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And what does he perform the best or something favorite from him?
1: Buleri, yes. He's a master.
0: And then you're going to talk to me about a presentation of a new record uh is that is that artist canelo de San rocket unfortunately he
1: he is he's passed now yeah but um it was a very special day for me because juan said we've got to go to the the casa de la cultura Mm. and where he's going to come and there's a new record and it's going to be presented you know and it was an amazing day I'll I'll never forget it because we walked up the hill and we walked very proud behind him as he went in, and then the records are brought out and then he does a very short performance to launch the record. You know, which I I've still got. Hopefully, you can find a a track of him uh, on 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 your Spotify. I'll try.
0: Yes. Canela
1: de San Roque, very very good singer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And did you did you meet uh, did that all happen on a single holiday that you've had in Jimena?
1: Um, no, I mean that would have been another year that that happened. You know? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. In fact, I had to I had to attend a, a funeral uh, there, which meant going right up to the very top of the village, which is quite a long way. You know, <clears throat> so, no, the, all these things are. Uh, very I really great like, memories. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, I really like the name. Those Canela, the Yeah, cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah, you love it. Canela yeah. de San Yeah. This yeah. he, he, he
1: choose. A, yeah, I mean, he, he was obviously given that name probably by an uncle. You know, this is how things happen. Yeah. The uh, same way Camarón, uh, they just get given these names. Uh, but he's a, a very very fine performer and I'm very proud that I still have in my collection that very record. Yeah,
0: and he lived in Jimena.
1: No, because as his name indicates San he lived in San Roque. Well,
0: and how did you meet Jimena? Well, because, because of the because,
1: festival? Because it's called, yeah, it's called El Campo de Gibraltar. So the presentation was decided to be done in, in Ximena. Right, it's seen as maybe the the capital of, of this area of this area yeah
0: yeah and what was he like when you met what, what is oh, his it's character fantastic
1: and, and he brought some incredible guitarists right yeah and they were you know off this stream you know yeah and they all walked up they had immaculate suits
0: of course
1: the hair i'm very you know? yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it has to be on yeah,
1: absolutely they were there was this uh Very, very beautiful day, you know.
0: And you stayed friends, I guess, for like a long time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I I saw him then and it's not like my relationship with Graviel. That's a different thing. Because, you know, Sam Sam Rocky is a long way away. You know, I I have been to Sam Rocky. yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah so when did the new penia open that you're going to talk to me well, about this is an and inter- how did you end the hell the devil did you end up there? this
1: is a very interesting question because when i went there originally the the pain was just held in a, a restaurant high up the village and Juan reboyado who i used to knock around with as i've told you So we've got to raise money and have a a benya built now the sad thing is i was there in the summer and it's all closed so he managed to get this wonderful little building built and on some occasions he gave me the keys and he say right you make sure that you close up and everything when everybody's uh, finished and everything mm. you know so I, was, I ended up being like the caretaker of yeah. all this you
0: always end up being something <laughs> <but> think, you, <laughs> you told me uh, was that you end up washing the dishes or something oh, i mean it's yeah. incredible you <laughs> yeah. always end up for <laughs> yeah. some job
1: yeah because they said could you help us out <laughs> we've got all these dishes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so anyway it's a wonderful building um we can probably supply you with uh, with a photograph yeah, of me please. standing as it is now, uh, which is very sad that it's not operating.
0: Hmm.
1: But I suppose it's it's like everything that's happened through all these t- difficult times that we've all gone through that not everything carries on. But he killed himself to uh, get this building put up. Yeah. and
0: was it popular with the people
1: it was yeah Mm -hmm. I mean it still is but it's just standing there not being used
0: not being used and any chances of it reopening
1: again I would think so actually yeah yeah I think so yeah
0: I think it will make for a nice place of functions you know yeah such as little mini gigs or maybe even private functions and all that yeah private (coughs) flamenco functions um But yeah,
1: And you know that I played uh, only last year in the um, Casa de la Memoria, and it was incredible because I I just turned up to play, and then this party from Malaga of all these um, Malagueños turned up because they wanted to see this, and the next thing I knew I was playing for a lady, (sighs) I wouldn't like to say, she could be 98 or something, I I wouldn't like, you know, It was just a, an amazing thing, you know?
0: In this very... In
1: Jimena. In, yeah. in this very place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And did they enjoy it?
1: Very much so, actually.
0: <laughs> Especially the lady. <laughs> well, so she was accompanying you,
1: I yeah, guess. She was singing. She was and singing. Doing, and she's read poetry.
0: Yeah.
1: I was playing and she just walked in to the museum Yeah. and we're off. <laughs> yeah.
0: Goodness. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that you have hopes for the place.
1: Yeah, well, I'd like to see the banya reopen. And, you know, because as you said, is it a village with or without Florentino? Yeah. And, and if we're it, with, it, it's with. They should should have a a purpose-built building that operates for that. Yeah.
0: Next up on the list is only my favorite story that you're gonna tell us, <laughs> because you somehow get involved into a concert in a railway station during an auction. Oh, I know.
1: I know. Marcos,
0: start from the beginning. I want to hear all about this once again, because this is quite a thing. Well, I was
1: asked to come and play at this event in San Pablo. And, um, you know, I was happy to do that. But it was the most extraordinary event because um, I mean I said to one of the people, who said, "How am I going to get there?" And they said, "Well, it's easy. You just go on on the train to San Pablo." And I said, "Hang on a minute. I don't think a train has run to San Pablo for many years." Goodness. So we looked it up. Now there's no train. They don't stop. And st- I mean, trains go through, yeah, but they don't stop. And they said, "Oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll get you a chauffeur." And it was very funny because. We got to the event, and it was packed with, with with people. And on the door, they said to me, oh, it's uh, something, I don't know, five euros or whatever Again, And I said, no, hang on a minute. <clears throat> I don't pay to hear myself play.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that. When I first heard it, I was just like, only Michael's can pull that <laughs> yeah.
1: off. And I said, this is my my chauffeur and this is my wife. So this is how it is. So, you know. And then, you know, it was an extraordinary event because, as you say, we got all the, uh, all everything set up nice yeah. to play, but then they wanted to do, uh, start with an auction of, of artwork, you know, and some of the people got a bit annoyed because they said, well, we've come here to listen to you, not, you know, why can't we just, have the music and you know so we had to keep the usual thing just wait in you know, way so wait. you
0: start play two notes <laughs> and would you know, like to pay 500 euros
1: for this so is that how it went it, so it was just and I just thought hmm this doesn't work well with the flamenco no you know we, we either do the flamenco or we don't do it you know
0: the fascinating thing to me of this story is that your chauffeur, as you call him, yeah. is an Irish Flamengo, Irish... Half Irish, um, half
1: Andalusian, Half yeah.
0: Irish, half Andalusian, Very
1: nice man. Um, uh, how do you
0: find these people, Marcos?
1: Well, it was provided for it because I, I said, well, I'm happy to play, but how do I get there? You know? Yeah. And Which, as I said to you, they said, oh, it's easy, you go on the train, and you go, no, no train has stopped there for many years. Yeah. <laughs> People. That's the the amusing thing about people. Got this kind of idea. Uh, oh yeah, some yeah. The train. be easy just go on the train because they probably never gone on the train for ten years. So they've got no idea. You know. Yeah. But what was happening, which was interesting, was uh, trains were coming through at quite high speeds. Right. Oh yeah. But they, they, just pass they just passed. They Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and so this gentleman helped you out
1: he did and you know we, we did our best to support the event and you know it was fine
0: yeah. it's, it's
1: like i knew you're gonna you were going you you interested because you you work in broadcasting that i got asked to go to the uh, the radio station of yeah. you know which was extraordinary um so i went to this and it was like in a in a room I won't say a broom cupboard, but <laughs> like, yeah, and it was full of LPs, vinyl, you know, yeah. and just a very small area. And for talking. For yeah. talking, yeah, and so I went on air, and I mean, it's so long ago, I've got no idea what I talked about, and then I had to play something, and, you know, so, and then there were adverts, it was, there were great adverts, you know, for your local electrician and woodworker, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, this... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but this is the radio station of Jimena. Yeah, only. Only. Yeah. Covers Jimena. Yeah. So it's quite a big place, actually. Then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was you know it was quite an honor. It, it was uh, uh, Reboyedos idea that I come and visit this station because he he thought well, first of all you can do flamenco, but also you're uh, working for the BBC, so this would be a nice thing for you you know you, you'll see another side you'll of broadcast side of
0: <laughs> and what, what what was
1: the what were the people like don't, don't, no, I like you say what were the people like <laughs> we're <laughs> talking about one man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a single person is running the stage yes yes oh my god where was that building or how would you call is it a garage what is it
1: it was up like upstairs like on the on the first floor of a, of a normal sort of building you know mm. yeah i like I, that's brilliant when you said what were the people <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what were the people like not really you know? <laughs> no peoples no, so
1: you would be saying, "Where is your receptionist? This is me. Where is your <laughs> presenter? It's always this is me."
0: <laughs> so the, pre- the the presenter meets you. Yeah. Oh hello, I'm the receptionist today. We'll, we'll check you
1: in. Yeah. Yes. And he probably did and that now, by oh, putting I a record on, it? right, so oh that he could nip God. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And what did you play? You played live, right?
1: Yeah, I, I seem to remember I played something. Yeah, yeah. but probably the usual the Solia or something like that.
0: And he was happy, I guess. I oh, hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he has a live guest. It was that great. probably doesn't happen yeah. often, but anyway, you also um, have this memory, which you said that was incredible for you. Yeah. Because when you play, you become quite passionate about things, and uh, sweats sweat starts pouring from your. Yeah. from your forehead yeah and somebody was what happened somebody was very kind yeah, enough I was to in, come yeah it was,
1: was, was in a bar in Jimena I was playing and um, the the heat was intense you know you're looking at 44 45 degrees and I was playing and uh, the the proprietor and a very nice lady came over with a cloth and started taking the the sweat off my i thought it was wonderful you know i've never had that happen to me before and i thought what a nice gesture because she felt look he's he's doing his best but look he's struggling with the heat
0: you're like a doctor with the assistant you know when yeah. you're performing an operation and somebody you know
1: starts yeah.
0: helping you out yeah. did you meet these people properly yeah
1: that? and then uh, as i said to you before a man came up to me and said oh i used to play the guitar you know, oh, you know, and I uh, what was interesting is, you, you, you know, you're up one end of a bar. Yeah. And there's somebody down the other end of the bar, but they're fascinated and you can you get this impression and then they suddenly start moving further up, but they're at a point where they're too nervous or they get to the middle, shall I go and say something? Or, you know, this kind of thing, and they're mm-hmm. edging all the way up. And so in the end, this man, you know, comes up to me and says, look, I used to play but I wrote, and I said, "Well, you must keep it up."
0: Is that what he was? He insisting on it?
1: Yeah. I said, "You got. You can't let it go. This is the problem. If you, you know, you need to work at it. And this is the problem with the flamenco because it's so complicated. You have to work at it every day. I I play every day. I mean, look at the state of my nails here. They've mm-hmm. I've virtually got no nails because we put on something on on the video." and work with accompanying it or working out what's happening you know like uh, a couple of nights ago watching uh, Tomatito in I, I don't know where it was it could be in Amsterdam or Berlin yeah. I can't remember exactly you know unbelievable uh, performance of Buleria you know
0: yeah let's wrap things up nicely for Jimena. Or is it San Pablo? San Pablo is a little bit of an area of Jimena. Well, it's the, sort,
1: it's the next stop on the, the line. The next so stop it. on the line. Yeah. So,
0: nine, oh wait, is that the same village where a train hasn't been going through? Yeah, okay. but I
1: can guarantee that trains do stop in Jimena.
0: Okay. And last summer you actually got to play at the station.
1: Yeah, and it was it was weird for me because I've never really played at a railway station <laughs> before.
0: So they had to clear everything for you to come in.
1: Yeah, it was all, but it was, I mean, it was just packed with people. You don't realise actually how big these, until you do something like this, how big these railway stations are because they look like little beautiful uh, things that were built in in a different age, as we said by Lord Farringdon. But when you get in them, they have got the capacity to put on not just using the platforms, but the land that's all within the railway station to put on a concert. Yeah. And, you know, it, it was quite easy. Uh, plenty of room. They built a lovely stage. Uh, you know, and I, I think in a way it'd be lovely if we could get the festival back in Ximena because it used to be, it became an international festival. Uh, of jazz, blues, flamenco, massive artists coming, and it attracted an awful lot of people, so it'd be great to see that station alive again with a concert
0: yeah um and we're talking about the San Pablo
1: place. Well, no, I'm talking about oh, the Ximena.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I mean, San Pablo
1: is much smaller. It's, it's a very small say, place. I
0: was going to say, yeah, from what it sounded, it's a smaller place. But yeah. so the the, sta- the rail station is fully functioning. People come and go to get their trains and you're putting up a
1: concert there.
0: Is that how it works?
1: Yeah, well, no. I mean, obviously in San Pablo, the station has stopped for for a long time. Yeah,
0: but, we're talking but, about...
1: But you, you know, you are actually, it's funny you say this. When we're playing, you, you still get the announcements of what's yeah. coming. So to,
0: you're <laughs> playing the next train to blah <laughs> blah it's coming and up and it
1: goes whoosh, you know straight through so it, it was it was quite weird and um
0: i i would have thought it should be in the night But
1: i mean there now in 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 the station it was in the night but in the station is a restaurant yeah so what was where you bought your tickets and all of that is the a restaurant yeah yeah
0: so it was quite atmospheric and quite nice yeah i
1: mean They've turned it into... Well, they've, they've made better use of it now, you know, into something very, very nice. And I couldn't believe how many people were there. It was packed.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, I'll end on a thing that was very interesting. In Ximena, when you wanted to get a train, the ticket office was closed. Yeah. And then you'd look at your watch and say the train was due at 11. So at one minute to 11... The window would open up mm-hmm. and get the ticket. And then the man who'd sold you the, the ticket would then come out and put on his beautiful red cap and signal for the tra- and then be the, sending the train off. you know And this all happened in the space of two minutes. Yeah. Those days, well, I hope they're not gone.
0: Thank you very much for joining us for another episode on Flamenco Attitude. We're exploring the villages in uh, season eight, uh, the different little and not so little pueblos of Andalusia. And we are actually looking to bring you some really interesting stories. I mean, I hope you enjoyed the ones in this episode, more coming up, definitely more coming up. We may actually mention the carnival as well, because it is the, of course, the time of the carnivals in February. If you would like to talk to us, uh, write to us with uh, questions, ideas or comments, culturepodcasts at gmail.com is our email address. On Twitter is at flamencopod. This is where you can write us, obviously, much shorter messages. I would like to quickly, um, maybe I should have said it in the beginning, but uh, I really wanted to give an honorary mention to um, at World of Flamenco on Twitter because they very kindly started following us and even retweeted some of our posts. Um, we are following them now as well. Uh, I'm really keen to explore what they have in terms of content because they're based in Barcelona, for what I can see. Uh, they have a website. Uh, so, thank you so much for uh, connecting with us, and of course, we'll be happy to see more of you connecting with us as well. Uh, And we're going to mention you because we really, as Marco said, we're keen to connect with people and bring flamenco to um, the glory that it deserves to be at. Until the next time, whether you listen to, play, or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the beat.